Welcome to the Project Rook Podcast, your holistic pursuit of health and wellness. Today is, it's really not one of my favorite topics, but it's one I'm highly passionate about. And after my exchange with uh, a couple of ignorant people on Twitter this week, or was it last week? I don't know. Um, I thought I thought we should tap into this a little bit because, see, here's the deal. I'll be honest. I have kind of, I don't want to say struggle because I really haven't struggled, but I've tried to find my place in staying in my lane while also mm, sharing knowledge and information, right? I really get people now. I, I get people more than I have ever have like human psychology is just so and, and behavior is so fascinating to me but I get why people get to a certain level in their life whether you know it could be financial but just in whatever lane that they're in those who haven't gotten to that level will look at those people and say well why aren't they sharing this and why aren't they giving back and and, and, and doing xyz but I get it now because the main people who you are trying to help will cash your ass to the pits of hell. Yep. And I, I get why people get to the point where they just say, F it. And that doesn't mean I don't believe that they aren't helping um, people. They have just gotten to a point where they're low key and they really only help those who are looking for help or they only share the information to those who are willing to or able to receive it. I think the good book says you don't cash your pearls among swine. And so I I, I, I kind of trade in this little interesting spot of like, you know what? People just going to die. People going to die and people going to suffer because that's what they have accepted for themselves. And I'd be like, well, you know, shit. I mean, what, what what can you do? But, 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 I also remember that who I am and what it is that I do and why I do it is a little bit different, right? I'm tapped into my purpose. I'm tapped into what I'm here to do. And it really is not about anyone else liking it or receiving it or accepting it, right? And so, um, but more than that, I remember, right? I remember the former me and I remember the impact that exposure to certain information had on me. Even though I had my own ideas and beliefs about certain things, the fact that I was presented with other information, it got my wheels to move in, right? And I believe, I believe that there's a purpose and information that I'm sharing and it's going to get somebody's wheels to move in. I wouldn't care if it was only one person. If what I'm sharing helps to save your life or the life of your family member, then damn it, it's been worth it. And I don't know. I don't know what more to is is it's very hard when people accept sickness, defeat, struggle, and poverty. When you accept that. Is not much more anybody else can do for you. 
one of the exchanges that I had was, a, and really I was all in the AB conversation, but I was just reading and I kind of tapped in. It was a young lady who has had cancer. And, you know, she was totally, I mean, she was angry and furious that someone had suggested to her that her diet played a part. And she was adamant that no way, like no way my diet could play a part in me getting cancer. And no way could I have prevented it. I was, it, it's almost like she didn't say it in these words, but it's almost like I was destined to get it. And it's like, damn, people really believe that people, they got your mind so jacked up that you've accepted you you are in a love affair with disease and you don't even know it you just accept it like you can get older whatever older is because from my assessment it just keeps getting younger and younger i mean people 35 telling me they're getting older and they got arthritis like whoa i didn't know that older meant 35 like now you just say you <laughs> you 35 and you got arthritis because you older but you accept, right? Only because this is what you've been told. This is what I'm trying to get across, across to people. The ideas that you have is only based on what you've been told. You have not explored anymore. You have not gone deeper anymore. And this is why you keep getting, you, you kind of spinning wheels. Anyway, so there was another guy. And, um, <laughs> boy, these are the best because these are the ones. Well, it's nothing like a jackass that think they know everything. See, the beautiful part about and I don't know if most people know this. I have the pleasure working for myself. So I, my schedule is mine. I can, you know, freestyle have I choose for the most part. So I spend majority of my time studying. I do. And... I'm, I'm, I'm all, even if I have come to a definitive decision about something, I, like I believe in regard to eating, this is it, or I believe in, re in regard to healing, this is it. I'm always, always exploring different ideas and concepts and different perspectives, right? Because that's what helps me. I, I, that's, it's not about taking on the ideas of that book or that person that you've read. It's about giving you the complete picture so you can develop an idea for yourself, right? What makes sense to me? So this guy, you know, he wanted to throw his creds out there because he is a so-and-so medical, so-and-so student studying microbiology, genome, genetic, blah. Listen. Oh, that's nice and fine. But if you have spent that much time and money in school and you don't know the significance of food and nutrition to your health, you're a dumbass. Point blank, period. But nonetheless, I think it would behoove us to discuss what exactly is cancer. Because we, we got a little bit of confusion. See, we throw around these little words that people tell us. Cancer, virus, bacteria, disease. But have we really explored what is this? Because in order to know what you're dealing with, you got to know what is it? What is this thing? First of all, you cannot combat something. You certainly can't prevent something until you know what that something is. Got it. So, I got my handy dandy. What is this called? The Holy Grail of medical reference illnesses, you know, the um, anatomy and physiology of the body, all that good stuff. This is called the Merck Manual of Medical Information. I got that in front of me because I know you 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 ain't you looking like who are you? You ain't no doctor. I find statements like that so funny to me. I find it funny because I'm not saying that you shouldn't. Put a level of um, hierarchy, so to speak, over those who are studied in their field. I'm not saying you shouldn't. But I'm just saying if you've been listening to your doctor for however long, and these experts for however long, and you see no improvements, right? You see them tell you that they have the remedy to something, but yet the numbers of that something keeps going up. Hmm, I'm not saying you should listen to me, but it probably wouldn't hurt. But whatever, I, I got it. Because this book is written by all doctors, MDs. These are the people y'all listen to. So I figure, and I, and I do, I, I have 
you know, and I'm really building up my physical library. Um, and I, not, you know, I still do get, um, eBooks, you know, every now and then, but I'm actually buying all physical books now because I'm trying to really build my physical library. So I, I have different perspectives of different ideas of when it comes to medicine and healing and so on and so forth. So again, I got it. I got you covered. Don't take my word for it. And I'm not presenting you with no, you know, um, alternative medicine, doctor, anything. These are the doctors you listen to. We're going to use them as a reference. Cool. Got it. So the first thing we want to know, I'm going to use their definition of what is cancer. Let's, let's get down to the bottom of this thing. Let's figure out what we're dealing with here. Then maybe we can make some headway. Got it. Cool. Uh, cancer. All right. Cancer is a group of cells, usually derived from a single cell, that has lost its normal control mechanisms. Mm, that's good. Remember that. And thus has unregulated growth. Cancerous or malignant cells can develop from any tissue within any organ. All right. Let's see what else do we got here. Okay, a cancerous cell grows and multiplies, forming a mass of cancerous tissue known as a tumor. All right? And that tumor invades and destroys normal adjacent tissue. Hmm. So what do we have here? Cancer is a group of cells. It has lost its normal control mechanisms. So if it's telling us that the cell had a normal control mechanism, it had a normal way of doing business, it had a normal way of functioning, but now mm, it has lost its normal control function. Okay. All right. All right, cool. We got that. We got that. So from there, we'll, we'll, we'll keep going because I, I don't even want to interject with my thoughts and my words yet, right? So it goes on to, to share how cancer develops. And it says, hey, cancerous cell develops from healthy cells. Huh. That's interesting. In a complex process called transformation. The first step is initiation in which a change in the cell's genetic material primes the cell to become cancerous. And, I'll, and I'm going to skip through some of this, right? So, but now this is important because people use this argument about, so let, 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 me, let me keep going. So it says the change in the cell's genetic material may occur spontan spontaneously or, or hmm, be brought on by an agent that causes cancer, a carcinogen. Carcinogens include many chemicals, tobacco, viruses, radiation, and sunlight. And, okay, well, we read that version. We, we, no, no discussion yet, okay? So, <laughs> it says not all cells are equally susceptible to carcinogens, right? A genetic flaw in a cell may make it more susceptible. Let's just put a pause right there because that's a lot of good information. So what we know is that, one, our cell has a normal control mechanism. Two, that cancer cells develop from healthy cells. So something has happened to that cell, causing it to no longer be healthy, causing it to no longer function the way it normally would. Something has happened. According to them, that can be caused by chemicals, tobacco, viruses, radiation, and sunlight. You know, that's <laughs> okay. I was gonna wait to talk about the treatment and stuff, but since they brought up radiation, I mean, so let me get this straight. You telling me that radiation causes cancer, but. You're also telling me that you use radiation as a treatment to cure cancer? Oh, you don't use a cure word. Okay, I'm sorry. To treat cancer. That's the word. How exactly does that work? How, how does it? No. Does, 
Does that make any sense to you? So, <laughs> I had someone, I'm going to venture off for a minute. Let's put a pause there. I had someone to, to ask me about cancer screenings and my thoughts. And I think it's all BS is what I think. Um, there are so many aspects of, all right, so let me put it to you like this. When I talk about health and wellness, when most people talk about health and wellness, they're talking about what you're eating, you're talking about your body. They may tap into what you're thinking a little bit, like just not being stressed. But when I refer to health and wellness, this is why I put the holistic part. It's because there's a spiritual aspect or metaphysical aspect that is also in play. So I would not go looking for something that I do not want. I wouldn't go test it, get tested to see if I had something that I do not want. Now, that, that's going to be a little bit kind of over the head for a lot of people because that ain't going to make no sense. And if that don't make sense, just, just skip that. Don't even worry about it. But if you following what I'm saying, as a man thinking, when you th follow what I'm saying, law of attraction, when you follow what I'm saying, where attention goes, energy flows, you understand that you play a role subconsciously by going to look for something that you yourself say you don't want to find. All right? Cool. All right, aside from that, let's just talk about breast cancer. You're already telling me that radiation causes cancer, but yet you want me to subject my gentle right? My precious, sensitive, um, whatever the word you want to put there, breast tissue to a radiation device. Let me get, I got another source here with me. I got, let me see. This is my book, uh, The Truth About Cancer by Ty Bollinger. Bollinger. Let me just read, I'm going to read you a little, little snippet out of this, right? Check it out. Check it out. This is actually from, um, Dr. Russell Baylock. Right. And <laughs> this is I'll come back to that because that's good too. Let, let me let me let me let me put a put a bookmark there. Right. So it's talking about mammograms specifically. All right. So it says the mammogram is the squeezing of breast tissue between two plates. Now, the first problem with this is, based on Dr. Russell Baylock of the Baylock, I'm sorry, Blaylock Wellness Report, if you already have cancer, in addition to being painful, the crushing compression the breast undergoes during a mammogram can cause the cancer to spread. Doctors are taught that once a lump is found, you do not press it. Not even doing examination because you will cause the cancer cells to spread. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Moving on. Uh, all right. One such type of breast cancer, ductal carcinoma in situ, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, or DCIS, has increased in prevalence by some 328% since mammograms were first in introduced. Statistical analyses reveal that up to 200% of this increase is due to a combination of radiation and mechanical pressure involved in the mammogram procedure. Mm -hmm. Lastly, we ain't even talked about the false positives that people are actually getting positive results that are false. It goes on to say, false, according to a paper published in The Lancet, false positives account for more than 93% of all mammogram referrals. Hmm. So you want me to go and get a mammogram? Fuck you. How about that? No, doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense 
You, but did I did I get to the no? I left out a good piece, and that was talking about the amount of radiation. The amount of radi radiation emitted during a single mammogram is up to a thousand times greater than that of a typical X-ray. I don't know if you've noticed or if you follow this, the ladies may have that now it looks as though they are in putting more time in between when you're supposed to get tested. So it used to be. Once the lady became, uh, I think, beyond 40. I think it was beyond 40 years old. Um, at one point, it was 35 years old. But I, I, if I'm not mistaken, it is now 45. And I think they are saying you could skip a year. This is the shit that pisses me off. And while I believe that there are many doctors, maybe even scientists and researchers who actually believe in this BS. I believe there are many more who knows, who knows this is BS. You know how I know? Because when, re when, when interviewed and when surveyed, they say that they themselves would not undergo the same treatments nor give their family members the same treatments that they're giving their patients. But these are the people you want to listen to. Fine, whatever, whatever, all right? Um, where, where were we? We were talking about the sales. So I want, I want to, cause this, this could go on all day and I, I'm just hitting, I'm going to have to just write out this, this has to be a long in depth blog post because it's, it's too much to cover, you know, and I could break it down in one, two, three of how common sense, this is common sense that your body has the ability to fight off anything the way that it always has before medicine came to the scene before medicine came to the scene do you know medicine this our idea of what we recognize is this pharmaceutical drugs and and um big medicine has not even been on the same 100 years what do we do before then your body has the ability to take care of you if you would get out of the way that's just common sense to me Common sense to me is when I research Max Gerson and the Gerson therapy, when I research Harry Hoxie and the Hoxie method, when I research Dr. Sabi, when I, Dr. who else, Robert Morris, and I see that people are being healed completely by changing their diet and their lifestyle, by cleaning their system, by strengthening their liver, their kidneys, flushing toxins, bringing in more raw fruits and vegetables. When I see this, I don't I don't need no study. This is just common damn sense. When I look and I see the people who are following the treatments, who are dying, first of all, I don't know if you've ever watched anyone undergo chemo, man. But did you know chemo is mustard gas? Do you know the history of chemo? This shit is poison, man. Freaking poison. And the idea that oh, you can put poison in your body. But it's okay because it's not in a big dosage, right? It's 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 not, you know, it's just enough to do what it needs to do. It's not enough to take you out completely. So it, it's it's not that bad. This will tell you right here. Anytime you take something to take all your damn hair out, that should give you a little bit of insight into what you're dealing with. All right? But but in order for you to really understand this, we gotta get back to what the cancer is. Right? We're talking about a mutation of your cells. But more importantly, you should know how your body works anyway. There's two things that happen. Right? There's two things that happen with your cells. They do one or two things. When they are when they are able to perform normally. That's the word I'm looking for. They are evil, either going to repair, right? So if, you're, if your cell is not, let's just say it's damaged, the cell is either going to be attempt, it's going to attempt to repair itself or it's going to commit cell suicide. That, that's so damn amazing to me. Like our bodies are so smart. Like I got you. All right. If I know, and your cells are recreating, this is the process. The only the, the problem with cancer is that the cell cannot do its job. 
So now it is mutating. So now it has formed a overgrowth, a tumor. You have a mutation of cells. What chemo, this radiation and other BS that they give you, the idea is that we can go in and kill the cancer cells. What you don't realize is that you're also killing your healthy cells. You also don't realize that they have a stamp on you. And your stamp, in order to be considered a survivor, you just have to live at least five years beyond treatment. That's the, that's the rate. You can die in five years and six months and you were a survivor. You are success. You can die in six years. Does anything past that five-year mark? Doesn't matter because you hit the five years. I was reading this study that said, and I wanna, cause I I wanna make sure I have it right. I jotted it down. Because, you know, you suckers get on my nerves always talking about a damn source. And I don't have a problem giving a source, all right? Because I look for sources and I double-check my sources and their sources. I got that, right? I'm all good for that. But I, I just find it interesting that you don't never ask your doctor for no source. You go in there and take whatever he gives you. You don't ask no question. He give you chemo um, pills or uh, any type of, of cancer drugs. You don't ask no questions. You Not one question. Because the doctor said, and then you're scared. See, that's where that fear come in. I'm about to die. So I just got to listen. I don't even know. Even if it don't feel right with me, I, 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 what you want me to do? So there was a, let me see if I can find what this study was. Uh, and they talked about the cancer success rate of a study. But I want to give you the exact name of the study so that you can research it on your own. And... Um, <laughs> Basically, the conclusion that they came to was that, let's see, here we go, Department of Radiation Oncology at the Northern Sydney Cancer Center, all right? They studied the five-year survival rates of chemotherapy on 22 types of cancer in the U.S. and Australia, all right? They studied 154,971 Americans and Australians with cancer age 20 and older, right? They were treated with conventional treatments, including chemo. Only 3,306 had survival that could be credited to chemo. However, the overall contribution of curative and adjunct, uh, what does that say? Adjunctvent. Chemotherapy to five-year survival in adults was estimated to be 2.3% in Australia and 2.1% in the U.S. Cytotoxic, I left that word out, adjunctive cytotoxic chemotherapy. So the success rate to five-year survival was estimated to be 2.3% in Australia and 2.1% in the U.S. On average, 2%. (laughs) I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like, even if you didn't even read the study, if you don't read any study, you you could just do an anecdotal, you know, type study amongst yourselves. You know, you've either experienced it or someone close to you has experienced it and, um, you kind of know even your friends, friends and friends, family members, co-workers, like, you know whether or not people are surviving. And the danger with chemo, the real danger with chemo is that you create permanent damage to your body. That's how toxic this stuff is. You weaken your immune system. Your immune system Your immune system is what you need to fight off so-called illness and diseases. Because truth be told, cancer, along with any other illness or disease, is your body experiencing a healing crisis. I I, I read it. um, 
kind of explained in a really cool way. And it said, and I believe this was um, uh, Dr. Leonard Co um, Codwell. He's a um, naturopathic doctor. And he said, actually, cancer is the cure. He said that because cancer is there to save your life. When your body is so toxic that you are going to die of the poison, your body literally builds a bag and stuffs all the poison in there and locks it up. And that's what you have as a tumor. Like it's your body responding to your toxic body. Think about what alternative, well, not alternative, but think about what traditional or conventional medicine is doing and ask if it actually makes sense. You're going in to kill the cancerous cells, right? Let's say you were successful in doing that. Let's say it was good because you didn't kill, you still had a, your body wasn't that damaged and it wasn't that toxic and it was able to rebound. The number one thing that you did not do, you did not address the cause of the cancer cells to begin with. There was a reason for the mutation in your cells. There was a reason that your cells lost its ability to function normally. You never addressed that. You only went in and killed the cells, or you only went in and just took out, you know, removed a part, and you kept it moving. And then we are surprised when it comes back. I mean, technically, if we want to get technical, technical about it, people always say we're, we're testing for precancerous cells. Hell, every cell is precancerous, isn't it? And the problem is not even a cancerous cell because if the body and the body's immune system is able to respond to that abnormal cell, it again will either repair itself or it will self-destruct. Mm -hmm. the, the, I think we underestimate our immune system. I, I, I really do. I, I think we underestimate let, let me read. I'm going to go back to my little doctor's manual because I know y'all want to hear from the good doctors. It says the immune system is designed to defend the body against foreign or dangerous substances that invade it. Mm -hmm. it. It don't even have no exceptions there. Don't say except. That's a period. Foreign or dangerous substances. Such substances include microorganisms. Commonly called germs, bacteria, viruses, fungi, parasites, cancer cells, and even transplanted organs and tissues. That's interesting. So you're telling me right here, straight from the doctors, that the immune system is designed to defend the body against cancer cells. Oh, okay. It says substances, substances that stimulate an immune response in the body are called antigens. Antigens may be contained with, within or on bacteria, viruses, microorganisms, or cancer cells. Got it. But here's the key piece right here. A normal immune response consists of recognizing a foreign antigen mobilizing forces to defend against it and attacking it. So this is telling me, this ain't Rook saying this. This ain't some little quack, as y'all call them. This ain't some natural, you know, looney tune. This is your MD. This is several of them. This is authored by several MDs. That your immune system is designed to defend against invaders. And we would consider invaders, they actually say it, we don't have to say we consider it, it says to defend against cancer cells. It also tells me that a normal immune response will recognize that threat, will recognize that cancer cell, will mobilize forces to defend against it and attack it. There's only one conclusion that you can come to. First of all, there is a state that the body is in for cancer to grow, for cancer to thrive. Cancer cannot thrive in an alkaline environment. It's 
not possible. You can look up, um, uh, what is his name? Nobel Peace Prize. He won it for, uh, oh, I can't remember. His Otto, Otto, um, starts with a W's last name. Um, I don't know his name. But he, Warburg, that's his name. Mm hmm. Nobel Peace Prize winner. This was this is so crazy because when you look at the dates, man, like this this dude was on the scene in the early 1900s. We in 2017, and basically what he suggested was that cancer cells live in very low oxygen and acidic conditions. And low oxygen and highly acidic conditions cause cancer. Well, what causes a highly acidic body? Let's look to our meats. Let's look to our dairy. Let's look to our processed foods. Let's look to our refined sugars. Let's look to our sodas. Until you remove an environment that is conducive to cancer growth, I don't care how much treatment you go through. That cancer coming back. If it even left, you can cut your limbs off. It really, it really saddens me to see women cutting their breasts off because that cutting your breasts off ain't going to stop you from getting no cancer. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news. And I hate that you went through that, but it ain't going to stop you from getting no cancer because cancer is not isolated to just one part of the body. It's an environment that is able to thrive in. The body is out of balance. You have to bring it back in balance. You remove. It's just like mildew. You go sit mildew outside on a cold sunny day and see if it grows. No. It has a certain environment that it thrives in. If it's dark, moist, that's when, that's when you're going to get some daggone mold growth cancer is the same thing this ain't rocket science there is a reason that your cells are not functioning normally there is a reason there's a condition in your body there's a state in your body until you remove that one you're gonna get cancer and two if you happen to quote unquote get rid of it you're going, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's coming back, Jack. The worst thing that you can do when your body tells you, let's just say you do have cancer. The worst thing you can do, your body is already telling you it's out of whack. It's already telling you it's acidic because you actually have the cancer. It's already telling you that your cells aren't functioning the way that it should because it's toxic. Your lymphatic system is backed up. All right, your liver, your kidneys, like your body is not functioning optimal. You already know that. And then you will go on top of that and put more poison and more toxins in your body. And you are surprised why people are dying. Oh, they let it. Boy, as soon as they found out they had cancer, man, they, they left here quick. I wonder why. It would have been better. Listen, I, and I say this. I'm telling you definitively. I don't say a lot of things definitively. You would be, you would do better to not even find out you have cancer and never get treatment than to get treatment. Because nine times out of ten, the treatment is going to kill you first. This ain't my opinion, okay? You take the time and you run the numbers. The chemo, this chemo and radiation is killing people more than the cancer itself. And that should tell you something. It should tell you something. You don't have to die, man. You don't have to die. You don't have to suffer. I would never. I would never ever. I, I don't care. People can give me every scenario they want. I will never get cancer. I, I mean, I would never get chemo. I'm not. I'm not. No. Even if I found out today. No. 
Or what if you have stage four? Don't you find that interesting? So they they scare you with these stage one, stage two, stage four. And it just depends on, you know, how much of your body has been impacted, right? The worst thing that they do for these people who are in stage four and how they end up taking them out is because they go so much more aggressive with the treatment. They go so much more aggressive. I know a situation right now that, well, I guess I shouldn't speak on specifics but let's just say this uh, it doesn't look good we'll just say that it doesn't look good if you don't get anything else out of what I'm trying to share is that you have options is that your body has the ability to repair itself lastly it's that so many people have and are reversing all of these symptoms, all of these so-called diseases, all of this so-called cancer. I'm telling you, it's being done. It starts with your belief system. If you believe that you have no options. If you believe that if you don't take cancer, you're going to suffer greatly or there's going to be some type of, I don't know, adverse effect. That's your truth. And you should proceed with that. I, I, I'm not speaking to anybody who is adamant about following what it is that they've been told. Then you should keep doing that because that you have made that your truth. But I am telling you, that you don't have to suffer. I'm telling you that there are options. I'm telling you you can read story behind story behind story of people. Even those who the doctor sent them home to die. Like, we, there's nothing else we can do for you. We're going to give you about six months. Don't you, don't you realize how crazy that is? Is somebody going to give you a time frame? How the hell can somebody give you a time frame on how long you're going to live? You don't know me. And you ain't God. You don't tell me when I'm clocking out of here. I don't care what your little chart say. I'm telling you, from the least aggressive forms of cancer to the most aggressive forms of cancer, people are healing themselves. What you choose to do with that is on you. But you cannot say that you did not know. The first, the first, the best, the best method to address cancer is to prevent it prevention first that's what we want to do first we, we got to get a body back in check first however we all been there and some of us we don't clean it up first cancer is the wake-up call but i'm telling you if you find yourself in that predicament you have options you just have to believe in the options that, that that part I can't do for you. I can give you the information. I can give you resource behind resource. I can give you oh, examples. I, I can even give you, there is a lot of medical journals and articles that are out there that are never publicized that you can find as well that actually corroborate what I'm saying as well. But the engine, the money engine, we, we in too deep now. Like, we can't come out and say that, yeah, you can you can go on a raw food diet and you can get some, you know, herbs to assist you. And you can rid yourself of disease. Who's going to say that? Do you, do you know the impact of anyone saying that? You know, the sad part about it is, even those, especially those doctors who do know, just imagine if just a group of them. We just rally together. But nobody's going to do that. You can just forget it. You can keep praying and hoping. Ain't going to happen. It hasn't happened. And when the American uh, Medical Association took over the medical field, it was a wrap. It was a wrap. And, you know, the biggest thing for me is that how can we supposedly be at the most advanced time that we've ever been. How can we know more medically, technology-wise, you know, technology um, uh, medical-wise? What else? What else is it? 
whatever. We know we, we 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 the furthest we've ever been, but how are we still on a decline? How are people following the preventative methods that they've been told? Get screening, get this, get that. How is all that happening, but the numbers are still going up? How is that possible? If it works, how is it possible? You can't get away from your body. You can take every pill you want. And whatever else they offer in there, you cannot get away from your body. Know that your body is always working. Even at this very moment, it is working on your behalf. It is trying to detox. It is trying to reverse. Everything that you do to its detriment, it is always working to reverse that. Always. And the moment that you damage it to the point where it can no longer do that, you're going to see illness and you're going to see disease. Every time. And the beautiful part is, even in the midst of illness and disease, it is still trying to help you. It is still trying its best to keep you alive. Your one and only goal should be to build your immune system so that it is functioning optimally. That should be number one. And to do that, you got to clean up your body. You have to. I wouldn't say go dramatic because it takes a process, especially if you've been... <laughs> If you've been on the other side for years, decades, it's going to take a process. But start there. Start there. And healing is possible, man. You ain't got to die from no cancer. and You don't have to suffer through no chemo. And your hair falling out and your skin. I mean, you just suffering. And then we try to put a badge of honor on this bullshit that is avoidable. Like, yeah, she fighting so hard. This is no disrespect, man. This is no disrespect for anyone who has gone through it or is going through it. But don't put no badge of honor on something that's optional. All right? You don't have to put your body through that. So don't tell me that I supposed to feel good like I'm some warrior because I'm fighting through toxic shit that i'm putting my in my body that i'm choosing to put in my body i don't i don't want to be that kind of fighter no no that's insane and we gotta man up we gotta man up and stop look i'm pretty sure i'm gonna hurt some feelings and i, don't, I really don't intend to but i ain't got time i ain't got time to be worrying about no hurt feelings because i really your butt be alive and your feelings hurt then your feelings feeling good and you on your deathbed all right, all of this foolishness is going on, all these damn walks that they doing. I know it makes us feel good. I know, I get it, I get it. I know so many people, and again, this is no disrespect for those people, but I I can't support that because I know it's bull. I can't. I ain't coming out and walking for no damn cancer research. Them niggas ain't doing no research. Don't nobody know where the money is going. Matter of fact, when they have checked the money, the money is all over the place. There is no one central, one central system that is has any accounts or checks and balances when it comes to all these organizations that's raising money. I mean, how long are we gonna be doing research? What more are we researching? And the, and the idiocy and all of this is you're researching for a cure and it's already proven cures already. And you want me to go and run. Ah, screw you. And then, now I got, got to say this. And then at the run, you got the black nerd and the white nerd that have some damn donuts and coffee. Some Starbucks. And any other crappy food that you can think of, you got KFC sponsoring it. If you don't get the, this, this, is, this is freaking madness. And everybody caught up in feeling good. I did my, I'm supporting my so-and-so. And yes, it makes you feel good. But did you, did, what did you really do? Did, what did you really help? What did you do? Other than make yourself feel good. They, these are the hard questions you got to ask yourself. People rallying for cancer. Oh, oh, cancer awareness. Can, we don't need to be, everybody aware of cancer. If you want to make people aware, make them aware of the true cause. Make them aware of the true methods of prevention and the true methods of healing. But no, we're not going to do that. 
Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No. No. No, we ain't gonna do that. Because we want people to feel hopeless. We want to feel pe people to feel helpless. And then we want them to feel honorable. After we misled them. So that they can, you know, feel good about, I've given it my all. I've fought my... I fought the good fight. That ain't no good fight. It's a stupid fight. Because it's a fight you don't have to fight. All right, man. I don't know. I could go on and on. The information is there. If you listen to me right now, I'm pretty sure you got a phone. If you got a phone, I'm pretty sure you got access to the internet. You're on social media. The information is there. If you want to know more, you'll find out more. It's just as simple as that. You can blame all of whoever for misleading you and promoting false information, but the due diligence is on you. The information is there. It ain't like it's being hidden. I mean, they're going after those who have influence on a large number of people because they want to silence them and make them look crazy. But the information itself, oh, it's not hidden at all. It's there. You make the choice. You make the choice. But don't tell you, don't tell me that I ain't tell you. Don't don't say rule, but you ain't say no, nah, I, I told you. Alright, now what you do with this from here on out, that's on you. But cancer can be prevented. Cancer can be cured. I don't supposed to say that word. They they have they have dibs on that, so I better not say a cured word. Let's just say you can heal from cancer. <laughs> That's a whole nother story. You find out how they, they actually, you know, trademark their little words, cure, but whatever. Cancer is not a death sentence. That's my only takeaway. It, it's not a death sentence, and it's nothing that you have to suffer behind. That That's it. That's the only takeaway I want you to realize. And if you don't do nothing else, research it so you can prove me wrong. Just spend a little time and say, I'm going to prove that. That happened. I don't know what she's talking about. I'm going to show her how, you know, genetics is this, this, that, and the other. I want to hear none of that genetic BS because technically, I believe we're all predisposed genetically. And I just told you what cancer was. So technically, we would all have some quote-unquote cancer cells, some form of abnormal cells. Maybe not full-blown cancer that has mutated to the point of some type of malignant tumor. But just the same. The choice is yours. Ignorance. It's an option. I ain't any option. It's a damn choice. All right. That's all I got. That's all I got, good people. That's all I got. Do with it what you what you will. Until next time, peace. Thanks for listening to the Project Brick Podcast. Remember, you are your greatest assignment. Until next time.